Welcome to the Family Business Podcast, where we talk about everybody's family business but our own. My name is Daniel Curtis. <laughs> I am Erica Abdu. And I'm Gary Curtis. <laughs> Season one, episode three. <laughs> Yo, all right guys how's it going I, I, I know for a fact that y'all not putting y'all shopping carts shopping carts back <laughs> to your car. yo i put no. my shopping cart back with my son in it like i don't leave him there but like i take him out i push i had to like think about it. i was like yo how do i put the shopping cart back and get my son out and it's the least amount of work and so i realized i push him to the other carts then i take him out because at first I was pulling him out and then pushing the cart. And I was like, well, this is stupid. And somebody could steal your car and your kid. Yeah, exactly. Instead of them stealing my car and my kid, they just going to have to steal my. I mean, I wasn't leaving him in the car. I was pushing. Oh, what were you doing? <laughs> I was holding him while I pushed the stroller, while I pushed the cart oh, back. Oh, okay. You thought I just put him in the car and then left and put left went it. to go. Yeah. Nah, is it, I watched is it too fun? many people getting kidnapped. Like Dude, that girl, Gabby Petito. Store? Oh, yeah. Gabby yeah. Petito. But, but she wasn't she kidnapped. She wasn't kidnapped. But she wasn't kidnapped. Her boyfriend was abusive and chopped her up. He Is that what up. you think? They uh, found they remains. Said, they said when I said when I hear remains found, I think chopped, chopped body. But I, I don't think the body. I thought it was like I thought they had a full, but I guess they haven't really released much about like autopsy, nothing. They didn't, they didn't really release anything. But they confirmed her pretty fast. So I feel like she wasn't chopped up. Yeah, they knew it was her. Yeah. <clears throat> they knew they yeah. knew she wasn't one of the thousands of missing indigenous women that have also gone disappearing in that area. Did y'all see that? It's an indigenous woman, I think, put out a memory of some information about that. Like there's it was like over seven hundred or close to a thousand, almost a thousand yeah. women that yeah. have gone missing in that area and just haven't got the headlines. I also just wondered in general when this whole story was happening, how it got such big headlines so fast and like, but I guess also they were, it happened like late August, right? Or whatever, when they lost contact. So I guess it could have been building up and just, you know, over time built up, but I just really didn't understand how it was such a big story at the time. She was a famous TikToker. Oh, was she big on TikTok? So that's what. She yeah. was yeah known as an yeah, so influencer, she, and yeah. so she had a little bit more of a following already. Right, and so uh, yes. that's crazy. Versus, I don't know if you guys saw Jelani Jelani Day. He was the black doctor that went missing. Oh, yeah. Like, yes, he's like twenty five. Yeah. mom, <clears throat> yep, and his mom was like, "Why has there been no no media on my son? He's been gone for a month <clears throat> or more, and it's like." You know, originally I was like, dang, why is that the case? But I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because she was a TikToker. Not to say that because she is who she is or looks the way she looks, that that didn't have a big impact. But I think it, it, like, her following contributed to the fact that she was just like brought on a lot more interest. In also, her. the Internet put in their detective hats and uh, they went to work. You know, the Internet was going crazy. They was like solving it. it. They, were like, Yo. they were like, yeah, her edges, they act they were edited in this photo. And I don't think she actually posted this photo. I think he edited this photo because for someone that <laughs> was in the wild for 10 days, why would her hair be done? And I was like, I don't know. That's crazy. I also, I saw him. He didn't look like the kind of guy that was doing her hair before he was posting a picture. So <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know. But talk about no. what, what this dude I know is comic Jaffer Khan. He makes up like these fake news articles with fake news headlines all the time. And it was so good. He posted one that said missing white woman no longer enough to unite the country. <laughs> what? But it did. But it didn't. Oh, because yeah, <laughs> it yeah because indigenous people came out, black people came out, yeah, and right. then they uh, were whipping Haitians at the border. Whipping Haitians at the border. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. Uh, also, yeah, those photos are crazy. Like yeah. the greatest photos I've ever seen. It was I mean, like they were at a rodeo, living their white supremacist dreams. But well, what yeah. I was confused by is that I don't know if you saw one of the pictures it was the guy who was, you know, the main picture. He had like two bags of food in his hand, like two bags of like he just bought food at a local restaurant. They were like styrofoam boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. I was like, what is happening here? Like, 
I really didn't understand what was going on in the pictures too. And I haven't, I haven't read much into it either. I couldn't yeah, get into it. Once I saw that, I was just like so emotional. I was like, I can't, this is just yeah. too much. If they are whipping niggas at the border. I and can't. it's crazy. Cause they're like one that these people are seeking asylum. One seeking asylum is legal. They're not treating white people like this crossing the border at Canada who are mostly white coming across the border. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just not happening, but the way that these white people have it ingrained in their mind that they can treat black people as less human uh, clearly still hasn't changed for some of them. No. And, you know, to me, obviously we have an issue at the border, right? Like <clears throat> it's been, it's been going on for a while, but these people are coming as a result of devastation, right? Like they're, they just suffered a massive earthquake was an earthquake or yeah it was an earthquake that uh -huh. devastated the entire island so i'm just like they have no they have no running water they have nowhere to live most of their homes have been destroyed why are you treating them like this i do not understand it i'm just like it's crazy yeah but i mean we, we, they're doing that to to blacks they're doing it to hispanics they do not care if you are not white yeah, yeah, no, I think you, we, I think you ain't right. Cages, get in these cages or get whipped. Okay. I think I think the I think we need Kim K to go to the border with Pepsi. So I think that'll help you. <laughs> Not Kim sure. K. That was a uh, Kylie. K Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> oh, we named every Kendall? single one of them. It was Kendall Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I think go to the border work. with a Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, what else? Or uh, who's the one that just ran for office? The the mom or the dad? I don't know. Bruce Jenner. I mean, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. We about to get canceled. All right, let's go to the next. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner who thinks that people how do you, how shouldn't do you... have the right to choose. But wait, how do you guys feel about celebrities and, and politics in general? Like, uh, or just even like uh, pursuing like, I don't know what what people would deem as like a, a normal job or, or a regular job or you know doing those type of things. Like how do you how, like how do y'all feel about Kim K trying to be a lawyer? Oh, I love it. I think she's reinventing herself, especially because she's helping less fortunate and people like major nobody can garner as much interest in anything like Kim Kardashian, any card like the Kardashians. So the fact that she has dedicated her time to perfecting a craft that she never you know it's her father's craft right so it would be different if she like came out of blue came out of the blue with it like her dad was a lawyer a big time lawyer he passed he told her whenever he was passing I know you'll take care of our family I just kind of feel like this is just something that's been a long was a long time dream of hers and she's finally been even if she's bad sure. at it she's great at it is she not Yo, she's gotten a lot of people vacated I'm from their like um exonerated I mean, she, she's exonerated. she's done a lot of things that way oh but yeah i mean she's done a lot of things that way but i, I don't think she's so great at, at the lawyering part because uh she can't really pass any of the exams well i, I mean, mean i don't think she's any different than that person who goes <laughs> who goes through that process most people don't pass that bar the first time though yeah i was about to say shit, people people don't pass this all day every day i mean and Shit, Look. it's people who you know aren't good test takers. You know, most of them dumb, but you know, some people aren't good test takers just for okay. you know another reason. Anxiety. And as long as you can uh, perform, you know. And I think shit. Talking about the way people are treating people at the border, I think we have more of like an empathy and morality crisis than anything else. And so for her to like show that empathy and have that morality meter that is clearly in the right place and she's going to work for it if that's what she's going to put her time and her money in which clearly she got more of at least money not as much time yeah. <laughs> then i'm all for her uh taking that to help some people especially most of the people she helping are people of color yeah because she, she dark enough her ass go to the border they might hit her with a whip not knowing it's her <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that donkey on her back yeah like that ain't no white girl get that whip out get that get your ass over here yeah so i think it's great i think she's found another calling 
you know, I think it's great to constantly reinvent yourself. And I think that's what she's doing. So that's great. I think she realizes. I do, I do think that's what the geniuses do. They reinvent themselves very well. Yeah. And like, what would you rather have? Her reinventing herself as a lawyer to help people or Will Smith reinventing himself to take over Instagram? <laughs> this man, he 50 did. year old, and then just took over Instagram. Like, he like did it. TikTok. That's like transformation. Crazy. But yeah, he ain't helping nobody. No. Nah, Red Table Talk is though. Actually, I don't even know if it is. It might be causing more pain. Red Table Talk is definitely causing problems. Causing (laughs) more problems than good. (laughs) They might have solved their own families though, but it's crazy they had to solve them on television. Could you imagine, Daniel, if we had a Red Table Talk, but it was like, damn, we can't even do it because we don't know our grandfather. All right, Erica, could you imagine (laughs) you doing a Red Table Talk with your mom and your grandmother? Well, we could do it with our grandmother. Uh, but like, what I'm saying, because it's, it's like the, it's the, yeah, daughter. But we'll show up to an episode every once in a while. Who? Will. He pulls up to episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's not the, he ain't the main cast. Yeah. Did, did Erica freeze an hour ago? And it's still frozen? Oh, you just unfroze. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Yeah, I was frozen for like, I don't know, two minutes. Is it my internet? I don't know. Because we were talking, having a great conversation. So it might be mine. Yeah, I mean, you're fine right now. I mean, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Okay. Dang. This internet thing's a doozy. Yeah, it's crazy. Y'all were, uh, y'all were, uh, y'all got to see it like invented. Damn, that's crazy. Y'all was was there. he said we, we were not the there, internet. but we were we were definitely at the onset of the internet revolution. What, what was what was your first cell phone? Time out. Daniel doesn't know the pain of not being able to be on your house phone and the internet at the same time. He does not. <laughs> Yo, if you picked up your Erica, do the impersonation. If you picked up your phone while somebody was on AOL, like that. No, is that right? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> it cut up. It's editing you out. I don't know. It, it might like, be too loud. <laughs> oh, y'all can't hear me? Did I, could you hear that? No. Why is it doing that? I oh. think you're getting too close. Okay, what about now? <laughs> I think it's the noises that you're making. Yeah, it's editing out. And, the, like, and, and, and those noise. noises, those noises sound like something else. <laughs> you getting head from a robot? How you? How it sound like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not even what I was saying. That's crazy. What? Jeez, sorry, guys. Crazy. That's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> oh man, it, it sounded but... like that Gluck Gluck nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? What are you talking about? Yeah, you don't know what that Gluck Gluck 9000 is? <laughs> it sounds like head from a robot again. <laughs> exactly. Ah, y'all old. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's an, anytime you make something up, that's going to be your uh, your reason. We don't get it. We old. I mean, y'all just different. It's not even that y'all old. Y'all just different. We are different. Y'all like a different breed of people, to be honest. The Our way y'all community. do things is just different. Excuse me? Cheers. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. All right, so uh, Lil Nas X released a, a cover of Jolene, and I, I just to, how do you how, how do you guys feel about Lil Nas X? And I mean, I think I, I lo- really I liked him. Old Town Road. <laughs> I mean, he's a he is a leader for his people. And uh, like we haven't seen before, uh, just on his level, his platform, his stardom and just not giving a fuck what anybody thinks or says. And I love that shit, especially because it's pissing. It pisses conservative people off so much and people like, oh, he's pushing the homosexual agenda. And it's like, uh, ain't no agenda. The only thing on on a homosexual agenda is a. do some homosexual shit. And if you, if that bothers you, you think he pushing that agenda, then I think it might be on your agenda too. Like, 
I don't think anybody can make you, you know what I mean, want to do some stuff that you don't want to do. Like, um, well, I don't know if it's the hate in my blood because I sing country when I do karaoke and he got a hit off a country song. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if that's where the hate it comes from. But I mean, I, he is gorgeous. He'd be looking good. Like, like, isn't like he look, he, his music sounds really good. His album is incredible. Like, that Montero album is good. Old Town Road, obviously insane. Like, his looks are so cool, and he's doing a lot. But I just feel like sometimes it's just a little bit too much, and it doesn't feel authentic to anyone. I don't know who his audience, what his audience is. I don't know what he's trying to do. I don't know why he's pregnant. I, that was... The, <laughs> I Honestly, I, I, like, I don't know who he appeals to. Like, I don't... I don't know who champions that you, you I don't feel like you though. can just go do anything. Then I feel like he thinks he can just go. I mean, I guess you can just go. Clearly, clearly he can, he can do anything. He wanted to be pregnant. His ass got pregnant and everybody in the world talked about it. I mean, that is marketing one Oh one. Like <clears throat> I remember I used to listen to star and buck wild and they was, they was just some wild ass dudes on the radio back in the day when I was growing up and they used to say, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. And all every time he does something, the world talks about it because it is so wild. I mean, everybody, nobody talks about boring the same shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You sound confused know. by the homosexual agenda. <laughs> no, that's 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 definitely not it. He's taking on too much of a comedian role, comedic role to uh everything he does and then it just kind of like i'm like oh this is for the funsies oh this is serious but like all these things are very serious topics that you bring up and talk about so like i hope as much as he tries to champion it he's in the background actually supporting it like you know actually doing the work instead of just being on tv or like being in photos or being on instagram just i don't know with his nipples out like yeah i get it and i, I don't know erica erica thinks after this but i was just gonna say he's an entertainer he's entertaining and part of having the platform, kind of like when we were talking about with Kim K and everything, is bringing up uh, or creating the space for people to have the conversation. Like you said, he breaches these topics that are dangerous or serious topics. And because he brought it up on a platform for the world to see, now there's more people talking about it. Yeah, so, but he doesn't have to face the, like, the repercussions of everything that he does. It's the people that are out there living lives every day that have to deal with the things that he does. That like, yo, maybe they got mad at something that he did. And now, now I have to live with that because they think every person that looks like that and acts that way is him and is that and thinks that way like a I black man like, uh i mean that's i mean that's part of it but it's also just like i think people that uh you know that that live in the communities and things that he maybe tries to champion or tries to like uh show empathy towards i, I do i just do feel like is a bit of a, a disconnect in everything that he does like a, a lack of uh like i don't know his, his team's obviously incredible and there's a lot of money invested in every single thing that he does i mean like the man is like dripping in like diamonds and the coolest outfits and like all yeah. did did this complaint come from a gay or did you hear a gay or uh something person make this complaint because i'm trying to figure out where this is coming from for you no for you he just say that it's disingenuous in the things that he's doing no it just it just seems like it's obvious to me like it's just so like i just don't get it it's just like it's just almost like it's like he's doing too much I think Daniel, I think I can't really, I can't. Okay. So I have, I sound like a white person, but I have gay friends and they <laughs> like, for instance, RuPaul is huge in like RuPaul's drag race is like huge in the gay community. Right. They just won six Emmys. Did they? Yeah. Damn. Okay. He's the most awarded black. Uh... My point. Exactly. Okay. So RuPaul's Drag Race is huge in, in the gay community, right? I don't think that as many straight people watch that show and understand the culture, off, like a subset of the culture, the gay culture that is just intrigued by like people dressing up and being like super, um, uh, like, I don't know what the term is, but like uh, show, show, showboaty or like uh, intricate. Yes, flamboyant and having intricate details and all of these like 
crazy cool outfits and all this stuff, right? Like, I think that is such a big part of, you know, we all know about Vogue and all, like all of the- But that's the, also a platform for m- multiple people where RuPaul does. That's like, a, it's just like a, a giant springboard for other people. I don't know it feels selfish. Everything but feels super selfish. I don't think he's selfish in the sense, like he he's not a, like, I think people make him the voice of the gay community, right? Like they just have tagged him that, but that he didn't come think, out I saying- I, I don't think people did that. Well, I, I mean, I'm just so. saying the fact that you're saying that he's being selfish about like not putting anybody else on. I feel like he's putting a lot of people on, right? Like I, had, I don't- He had 30 naked dudes in the last music video I saw. Like, I think he's <laughs> showcasing that like, just heterosexual like promiscuity should not be the only thing that we celebrate on these platforms and on these stages. Like just, you, you don't mind Megan the stallion shaking her ass or the city girls doing all that. And, you know, um, Normandy and uh, Tiana Taylor making out and touching each other while she's on a cross. Nobody complained about that. Right. Can you send me, can you send me a link to that? Yes. See that one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But as soon as Little Nas X does anything remotely similar to that, it's just like, rah, 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 rah. we don't want to see this gays. We hate gays. And it's just like, do you like why? Like, I mean, I totally understand. You don't want to like, you know, you don't want to expose. I do, I do also want to say that I do think that Little Nas X in the beginning was very it, it did feel a lot more honest and it did feel like. It, it it felt way more honest and genuine in the beginning. Like when he like, I don't know, when he kissed a guy on stage or something like that. I think that was kind of the event that happened or that like sparked a lot of controversy with him. But then like after that, it was like, oh, wait, I'm just going to ride this wave like as high as I could take it. And as I think he should. that's kind of as what, yeah. what? As he should, the same, the as same as, yeah. yeah, the young lady, Beyonce's protege, Chloe Bailey. Like mm-hmm. people start are complaining left and right about her being too sexual and too sensual. And she's like, got it. I'll, I'll show you that. Like, I think that's what you should do because if you then stifle your creativity, like they win. Like if that's what he personally enjoys and wants to showcase, who who are we to tell him how he should express himself as an artist? Yeah. You know, he's Prince, clearly out there. Yeah. So like people like people like Prince. You know, back obviously we were not around at the height of Prince's career, right? Like we weren't in the eight, mid '80s whenever he was like climbing. But you know, he's was always known to be like a lot more feminine than the average art, male artist, right? But people learned to adapt to his. Like they realized, okay, this is just who he is. So I think that we naturally expect people to fit into this particular box in the music industry because historically we've only had like very cookie cutter people. But now I think we have to realize and accept that we, we're going to have an assortment of different types of people. And if we want people to start accepting us, you know, I, I think if we want people to accept us as, I don't know, unique and nuanced in like being black, being gay, being this, being that, we, we can't allow, especially specifically like black gay artists and black gay people are probably one of the most attacked generally speaking um i i just don't think we should stifle their ability to showcase their culture to allow them to be more accepted globally so yeah yeah i agree with that i love everything you said not also think at this point he is having fun he is doing what he wants and i'm sure the things he's doing america is about to throw him out the things he the things he's doing now he wanted to do before, but he couldn't because he didn't have the platform, the power, the money, any of that. And now that he's doing that, I mean, there's things and ideas that we've had, Daniel, that we can't do today. But if I got on and then had the power and the money and we had the time, then we would absolutely do these things. And they would go, oh, well, they're just riding that wave. They weren't doing that two years ago when they was just talking on the podcast. It was like, nah, because we couldn't. <laughs> right. There's levels know. to it. He's that's on another right, that's level. That's the reinventing that we talked about with Kim Kardashian. Like, it's all right, we, we'll, we'll see. What we gonna see? <laughs> Daniel's uh, like, look, I do not want him doing that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Honestly, I wish Lil Nas X all the, uh, you know, um, success in the world. And um, and it, very, he's very yeah. talented. He's a very talented kid. I just and hope he is attractive. I, hope I didn't that he, know. Like, 
the right decisions and you know it's just a little bit questionable for me and i think yeah. that you know what and it's cool like back. everything everything ain't for everybody that's what i no tell pressure. people all the time with, with my comedy i ain't got to make everybody laugh but uh everything ain't for everybody you know what i mean and like everybody could look also look at the same painting and, and yeah somebody could call what, it a freedom ain't for everybody freedom ain't, who is freedom not for uh i just in some people's brains freedom isn't for everybody oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> good good cleanup what's up did y'all see little nas x at the met gala when he wore like the gold knight armor yes hardest outfit uh no pun intended hardest outfit <laughs> i've ever seen <laughs> at the met gala i was like yo look like I would... a gold straight out of game knight. of thrones okay game of thrones or that movie uh what was the night movie with martin lawrence the black knight <laughs> never seen that movie that was a, that was a movie black knight yeah martin lawrence goes back in time and of course he's like <laughs> one black dude in a in like a white medieval village and <laughs> no, no, no. no i've never seen that yeah, that was cool. He had a really nice outfit. And it was like three layers or something. And finally, like... It was Mark Lawrence from like the 90s? This was I, this was in the 2000s. That was, like, that was like 30 years ago. First of all, no. 30? You bad at, you bad at math, too? They stopped teaching math in public school? <laughs> but that was... Uh, that was 17 years ago. How old were y'all? <laughs> it was 21 years ago. But it was probably 2021 years ago, but I don't think it came, it came out in like 2007. Let's see. I'm going to look it up. I'll tell you. Uh, no, that came out in 2007. I feel like anything in 2007, I would know. I don't believe it. The Black Knight came out in 2001. Wow. So 20, 20 years ago. Dang. Oh, wow. Yeah, 20 years ago. I was close. 30, 20, same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's not. It's not close. <laughs> it's not even. You can't even round it. They're, I mean, they're, they're two different rounds. <laughs> quantifiably, <laughs> we're contending. We're saying how many years that people you're not saying third. anything right now. <laughs> I just want to say that ten years apart is pretty close together. Um, time out. How about we're gonna forget your bad math? AOC's dress. AOC went to the Met Gala and had people talking because she wore a dress tax that said rich. tax the rich. And she was at a $30,000 event. I like it, but she's a public, <laughs> a New York right. public official and they're invited for free. So she yeah. did not pay anything, even though people were complaining about her, like fraternizing with the rich. She's a loser. Also, she wasn't somebody, in no pictures. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> She uh, got the picture she needed. She got the press. She got her message out. Uh, she's like when you her with that tax, the rich is like when you at the beach and there's like a plane that flies by with a banner on it, like hot dogs for sale on the corner. <laughs> you know, like she was out of Alice in Wonderland to me. I was like, what? I feel like doing? she's just a loser. I feel like she wants to be a, like famous and just like live a double life so bad and be like a servant for the people and be a good person and, you know, be this like, per like, I just, I don't care. About I her feel either. like you hate anybody trying to do something positive, but like, also like what, who's, who's it positive for also like what, like, it's just so every, it's so fake news. Everything is fake news. Are you a like, Fox correspondent? <laughs> you work for Fox. You definitely no, just like you here. <laughs> like, why why y'all trying to make me like like I just don't get it. Yo, she's just Yo, I don't get it. Are you a Fox intern? <laughs> I don't understand I mean, what has happened. AOC is definitely controversial, but she's in a gang of lady um reps that are all controversial. Her I mean, to be honest, they're just people that are just convenient for sticking up for people when it's convenient for them. But I, I mean, I've seen AOC do nothing but speak up for the people in, yeah. at every chance that she's gotten, even going to a Met Gala event that is about fashion and celebrity and clothes. So I don't understand how you could say that she's not really about that life. I mean, she's about that life. Yes. Yeah, I just I, I don't think I want politicians to be influencers. <laughs> 
but shit, they are. Politicians are the biggest influencers, whether, whether we want them to be or not. They right. influence how we live our life shit more than anybody else. <laughs> whether we look at their they Instagram do. page or not. <laughs> and I guess that's just the sad part of, about the life that we live. <laughs> it is sad. But, uh, but yeah, that's it. Either way, she had, yeah, her dress was definitely a statement piece. It was. It could have been a better dress. It could. I know the dress was. <laughs> ugly i'm like it girl dress. it could have been a i guess she probably wears suits all the time so she probably didn't want to wear a suit she probably wanted to put on a dress but yeah that dress was a right. like she got a, a a discount wedding dress <laughs> that's probably what it was <laughs> like look i'm not paying no money to come up in here who wanna there's, take probably, this? there's probably been a girl more qualified every time that she's done something but she's just looked better wait what, what? she looks better all right, never mind. I'm just going to keep rolling. Um, <laughs> oh, you think she's, like, attractive? That's why she made it? No, he's saying she's not attractive. Whoa. Oh. No, it's obviously she's attractive. That's Rosario oh. Dawson's uh, goddamn stunt double walking around in New York <laughs> City being a politician. Yeah, Boy, she's attractive, for sure. Um. But yeah, either way, that Met Gala had a lot of looks. I think we might have talked about this before, but not, most of them look horrible. Um, I don't think talk we talked about, about it. I don't oh, think we okay. talked about it. Who uh, who looked horrible? Um, I think everybody. The the athletes, <laughs> Shakari. Oh, I didn't even see her. Daniel, Daniel, pull up, pull her up. Share share your screen. Show us the picture. Mo Miles, Shakari wearing. What was Simone Biles wearing? I, yeah, Sarone, I know all these people were there. Serena Williams, Naomi Osaka, they all look. Who are you? Look who are you oh, Naomi Osaka. I saw it. She she had like a whole uh, like Japanese, Japanese head inspired headdress and everything. I'm like, yeah, I mean, give it. Put also, it to people. just because y'all named like two of the most controversial um, athletes, I, I would the love Carrie to hear and Simone. what what you guys think about them and their um i don't even know how to describe it um we were all rooting well, for you which one who you yeah who you pick um who you well honestly uh either one what do you what do you guys think about them and uh their uh you know just the ideas of like you know the strains of mental health and obviously shakari was uh, a bit of a different story in a way but i mean at the end of the day it kind of seems like they both boiled down to mental health and um even naomi osaka uh yeah. Simone, yeah, all, all three some more, yeah. but but also Shakari coming in last place in this most recent Nike race. Um, oh, did she do another one? Recently? No, no, I'm just. Oh, well, you talking about the one she came in ninth? Yeah. She came in fourth, like three weeks after that, at another track meet. But I mean, I think she's definitely. She's not a Olympic. I mean, she is obviously an Olympic. Uh, qualified athlete but who is this little boyfriend oh no she doesn't she's nah that's the that's the formula one racer oh okay oh no that's not uh bubba no bubba? i said formula one bubba's a nascar driver <laughs> oh my bad bubba's the one who had who <laughs> they had a noose that's lewis hamilton oh i didn't know there was another black dude racing cars Oh, Lewis Hamilton's like that dude. Bubba's like barely that dude. Bubba only honestly got notable because Jordan wanted to uh, put him on his brand. Because mm. he's the one who had the noose hanging in the locker room. Yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah, Shakira looked bad. Serena but, looked um, first. Shakira, Shakira just looked like she was on Mortal Kombat. I thought she was going to keep showing us. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I didn't have like a whole scroll through, but uh, I, I feel like I really want to, I just, to be honest, I'm I, I don't really have um I don't know. I don't I don't really like I love our black athletes and all the incredible things they have done, but like Naomi, I, Simone is different because she's already done everything. Like she's done everything. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Done. Like yeah. whatever. She, like you know, she you is go the out goat. and try some new thing, you go reinvent. She's like reinventing a new sport. She's doing things people have never done before. Like, I don't know, that's a bit different. Simone for me on a different story almost feels like you just you said simone just, again uh, i mean um naomi naomi for me but it almost just feels like 
your dad just didn't punch you or didn't yell at you long enough when you was growing up playing sports. Like it just, I don't know. Sounds if like you, your dad did punch you while you were growing up playing sports. I just don't know. Cause I, because I just think being mentally tough is such a main part of playing any sport in general, like any sport, yeah. like if you're going to mm-hmm. get good at it, you got to be mentally tough and you got to also like bring it. Like, I just, I think that's, just like that's like one of those intangibles that like you know like certain coaches like like certain players more like uh also Lil Nas X was I think he just wants to be Dennis Rodman is what I was trying to boil things down to <laughs> like obviously Dennis Rodman is like a guy that like he mentally he's just on another level like focused yeah. and zoomed in on his sport like but he wasn't Dennis Rodman then went to Vegas and was drinking and has drug issues and has all sorts of mental yeah, issues. Yeah, but he was mentally tough enough to show up on the court every day and could no. like but he wasn't. Day. He didn't no, show up on the court Daniel. every day. He would, like, he disappear. He, there's but, okay, literally but a documentary up. that just came out that yeah, he but he's showing show up, up to the games and going crazy. He's having 30 rebound games. Oh, you're saying when he no. finally does show up, he does he does great. Oh, yeah. Finally show up. That's because he takes he takes breaks, he takes necessary breaks. I no, mean, when we yeah. talk about mental toughness, Dennis Rodman is not the apex of he that. Or he's not, not the quintessential. No, but, but he's focusing but on his He's not the prototype. <laughs> no. Um, what, um, no like, Jordan not, is who we should talk about. And Jordan, even Jordan LeBron. took off shit. Jordan stopped playing basketball. Went and played baseball. <laughs> right. But I, I mean, mean I he, just, he'd already accomplished but, but more than... Those people could, like I just I just feel like it's like a different like I feel like it's just a completely different generation. Like when they're on the field, like it's it's let's go. Yeah, but like I usually I feel like you. it's off field that it's like is where it breaks off. I feel like where things break apart, where people like his home life is not as good. But usually people are really good at showing up at their job. Like that's like yeah. what they have down pat. So then mm-hmm. it kind of makes me think that I'm like, maybe this person was just doing really good and got not lucky, but they people go on a lucky streak. People can have a lucky streak. People can have a hot single, have a one hit, be, be, be one hit wonders. I feel like now we're starting to see the one hit wonders of like the sports industry, which can, I think can be a thing. Well, I mean, it already is a thing. Like the players that scored hundred points in high school, like none of, none of game. the athletes you name, maybe except Shakari. Shakari is the only one Shikari who maybe a, say it was a, she is a one hit wonder, but okay. Naomi, not close to a one hit wonder. She's won plenty of championship. Also, uh, be like, yo, nah, she's, be she's playing broken footed Serena Williams. Nah. She, she ain't the only person she beat. She's winning tournaments after tournament. Ain't no just one time. How many wins do you want anything? Naomi is pretty good. I think, we, like I'll, you said, time I'll will tell, tell right she's, you know, going to continue to produce the way she has in the past. But I will agree that, like, I think now mental health, and I think it's probably a good thing, mental health has become a lot more mainstream than it has in the past. And somebody like, you know, I... Yeah, I, I don't, sometimes you don't understand mental health issues. And so it's easy for you to like count them out, like just play harder, like just show up, don't talk about it, just do it, right? Like a lot of people didn't grow up with people around them or like exposed to people who had mental health or maybe they did, they just never really. <laughs> we did, so, we just, it was just wasn't yes. diagnosed. And ain't it just about wasn't it. diagnosed, right? And so I think I applaud these younger players who, and maybe now is just like mental health is kind of like a, a term or what is that called? Like a buzzword now in some cases, but like, I feel like now they know to take breaks when necessary, which is probably great for their long-term Oh, for um, sure. I mean, I definitely yeah. applaud you for being open and being vulnerable because I mean that's a hard space to be in. And yeah, like, I love that. Also, I think we've just we've lost too many people like at super young ages. So I do respect people taking a break and that mm-hmm. no, you don't. So no, I do, but I also do want it to be like legitimate. Like, sometimes you're just not the dog, like you're not that, like you're not that guy. Or you're and not so you should guy. take a break. You rather you rather take a break on top than <laughs> Look, right. Shakira should have taken shit. I mean, Shakira no, should have left there. when she left. Okay, she showed back up, and she now took her Nike money. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, she she if she would have never raced again, she would have made more money than what she's gonna make now. Yeah. Also, Naomi Osaka at the age of 23 has won four Grand Slam titles. So <laughs> she's not a one like, hit wonder. She's not <laughs> incredible, but she can't talk to press. 
That's shit. Why she don't she need has to. social anxiety? Well, she, she don't need to. She ain't never going to win again. So they mm-hmm. should press ain't going to help her win no tennis matches. No, did <laughs> well, you help, hear what, her lose what them, so, uh, Vina said? Vina said, none of y'all can light a candle to me. So there's no need for me to even answer these questions. No, I'm just kidding. Nothing That's but it. respect and love, to be honest. <laughs> nah, I mean, yeah, a it, lot it, that wasn't respect and love. <laughs> No, <laughs> but I also just but mental health. Be like, I think Daniel, you, I think you speak for a lot of on behalf of many, if not more, pe- majority of people in this country is that we most of us don't really understand mental health. Like that's just not something we grew up really acknowledging. Being unless you have a family member diagnosed that you can point to, most of us don't really know what mental health indicates or like what it means. Like we just get overwhelmed and we sleep, right? I like, mean, mental health doesn't exist in the black community. I, I, well, I can't, I can't say that it doesn't. It obviously unless it's diagnosed. Have the most mental, but yeah, black. I mean, I would say that it's, it's, it doesn't go to it. Diagnose. It doesn't get diagnosed in the black community. It also, I just feel like it's a very much taboo in the black community. Cause also just like, like I saw, I saw a TikTok today that was just like, it was like a teenager. It was like 15 year old uh i'm depressed mom and she said you better depress them dishes <laughs> i'm telling you that is so real i mean i think i don't even know if it's just the black community i think we probably have it worse i mean I, I, do, I i i have heard that like overseas like uh like europeans also don't talk about mental health as much like in the mm-hmm. other countries but i mean um i mean as far i mean i know a lot of uh, i don't, I don't want to say white people but a lot of people white people that are Going to see psychiatrists, psychologists, oh, see therapy. That I haven't had. Yeah. I, I've obviously no. I know black people that see therapists. I know black people that do all the things. But uh, I do feel like, as a whole, in our community, which also like is why we're probably the most affected when it comes to COVID and all these other things. And I mean, just we're just healthcare generally is, which is probably a more like a socio, like economic issue. But uh, I think overall in our communities, um, we we do lack. I don't know, probably even the empathy in that area. I don't know. Totally, because, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. we are quicker to judge when people are like, oh, I have, like, so, something's, ha- I have anxiety. I, we don't understand what, it, I do not, when I tell you, I do not understand what anxiety is. I All my classmates just be like, I have anxiety, I can't do this. I'm, I'm just like, and I'm just like, bro, shut the fuck, shut up. I do not, <laughs> I cannot, I do not, I think anxiety is a, is a, a privileged problem because, I don't know what anxiety is. I'm just like, what is it? Like, what is, what's have going you, on? Have you looked up? Let's, I'm just going to read the definition of anxiety. Yeah, you really gosh. not get anxiety? I do. I get anxiety. I do not understand. So, privilege. Daniel, I'm explain explain what your what anxiety is to Erica. And then, like, maybe tell us what gives you anxiety. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, like, even like, just like a small example, like the anxiety of like going on an interview, not knowing if you're gonna get the job or not. Like, uh, that's that's nervous. See, that's what I was about to say, Erica. I feel like I wouldn't say that I get anxious or have anxiety really, but 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 I wouldn't call it anxiety, but some people might have like anxiety over that. They might not eat because of like feeling that they have, they might like not be able to almost like feel like they can't breathe or like ha- like close to almost having a panic attack because of right. that. I mean, I don't, do I, don't, I don't get anxiety from that like specific situation. I'm just used to being denied. But um, I feel like uh, um, oh, did you get? Okay. Did you, did you, I didn't get that. Oh, time oh. out. I've been. I done. I done heard no. I was about to say I done heard no so many times. But then I just had an audition come in. For the role of lifeguard one and two, <laughs> your boy's about to make it. This is going to be my first yes. Oh, shit. Hey. Hey. Cheers. Let's lifeguard take shot. one and two. I know I didn't book it yet. It's just an audition. Okay. Um, my bad. My bad. It was a, yeah, I was too excited about the announcement. I get why that was confusing. It was a little bit confusing, but we got it. You got this. Well, yep. I'm a, this going to be, this going to be the one lifeguard one. That's going to be me. Honestly, do you know how to swim? Yeah, I know how to swim. Do you know how to swim? I know you ain't. You don't know how to swim, do you, Erica? I Erica sw- my mom has a pool in her in backyard. Pool. I know how to swim. You did get pushed in our pool. <laughs> yes, I can swim like a fish, okay? My dad taught me how to swim when I was like four or something crazy. So I can swim like a fish, but I don't swim because I always have some issues with my hair. 
Your hair. Yeah. Uh, hair looks I like thought, it. I taught myself how to do well. Backyard alone. Did, Did you? you? Yeah, I taught myself how to swim in the backyard alone. Did you ever use to swim in that in our pool naked? Nah. Ew. You I did, did it once. I did it once. By yourself just, or with somebody Just to else? see what it felt like. Just by myself. I was like, I want to nah, see what you feel like by yourself. What? You were not by yourself. Have y'all, have, have y'all ever skinny dipped? I was by beach? myself. No. No. For real? Hell no. Oh, no. that's crazy. You did? Right in Venice no. Beach, baby. Ew, in Venice Beach, boy. Oh, you had you definitely had an STD when you left that beach. <laughs> what? Yeah, the Venice Beach waters is dirty. <laughs> I mean, that just as a man, you could probably do that, but as a woman, I feel like that's just like saying, "Come rape me." What? I don't know. Maybe not. But I'm just sense. like. <laughs> Just I like, hear what you saying. Just naked at the beach. I mean, yeah, I feel like when people skinny dip, they be at like little private lakes and stuff. Like it's always like a little white person running off a dock. Like he's supposed to skinny dip y'all, y'all never, with a dock. I just feel like you know, like it's it's like 3 a.m., 2 a.m., like no. ain't nobody around. Nah, not at the beach, buddy. <laughs> Just also, the yeah, beach don't close. I don't think I've been at the beach. <laughs> like, and there's probably a lot more people who are hiding at, out at the beach. So it's like I'm not gonna welcome any illicit behavior. Why, why are black people afraid of their bodies? What does it mean? Why are black people are so weird about <laughs> naked people? Are are they or are we? I mean, I'm not, so I don't think. Are we afraid of naked people? I feel like we, we are, are though. You're right. We I feel like not. we are. I feel like we don't like it. Just like we aren't the like culture that's just like, oh my God. Like there's no, there's not a lot of black nudists out there. I'll say that. But what do you mean? I mean, where though? Like I, mean, I feel like Americans, no, like, like Americans, nudists, period. Like people that just don't wear clothes. Yeah. But where <laughs> can you not wear clothes at? Yeah. No, like there's a lot of people that are just nudists, like people that go to nude beaches, but also people that like don't wear clothes in their home. Like people are nudists. Like those are real people. Yeah. I, I just think that's there's like, like, a, like a, I'm sure communities and whatever. I, I mean, I don't know if it's a black person thing. It could be a black American thing. I think sure, because everything. isn't everything slavery, everything the answers. But I mean, I think everything is because of slavery. But I, do I mean, also think like that, I feel like in Africa they don't be wearing no clothes though. But that's what I mean, I'm saying. I'm you, I was very when I first went to Ethiopia. There is a place called Sodere, right? And it's just like this. Uh, hot springs basically and you go in there and people think it has like medicinal purposes you go in there if you have like cancer if you have uh, whatever ailment you have you go in there you're supposed to sit in there it's this hot ass water everybody's naked the women it's like a women's side and the men's side when I tell you I walked in that first of all it was hot as hell my feet turned they were brown they turned black as tar as soon as I <laughs> stuck my foot in there I was literally turning into stone but everybody had their titties out their vaginas out and I was just like I can't. And my stepmom was like, come on, what are you doing? And I was with my oldest little sister. She was like, she's shy. She doesn't because both of us were just like, we cannot do like, no. So it is definitely a black American thing. It's not a black global thing. I think it's an American thing, period, because I think you go in a lot of these other places, too. Like, you know, the French beaches, too, and places like people just be naked. I think it's an American thing just because. You know what? I don't know why people. Nah, I don't know. I think, more, white, I think yo, white, white people are more comfortable with their bodies than black people. But they uh, because uh, our bodies have just been natural. so objectified. Like yeah. black women, especially, or like black men. Like I mean, you know, there's just too, like yeah. For yes, sure. Like it's just like this obsession, kind of like the big butt, the big. You know, so. Like yeah. to, personally, uh, I have it. a larger lower half, and I'm always like self-conscious about like putting things on. I'm like, I don't want nobody looking at me. I, don't I got a larger you know. lower half, and I feel the same way. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> stop looking at me. <laughs> you get it from your mama. Hey, mom. <laughs> she's gone. She's actually skinnier than me now. I weigh 155. She weighs 153. Oh, get it, mom. You better watch she out. Now. Weight. I'm gaining weight. I'm about to be um you try to get pounds off. Okay. How was how was how do you you finally found a place, Erica? Or no? 
Yeah, I did. I found a place. I'll be living downtown at a place called Market Square Tower. You guys need to come. I got it because they have a steam room in a spa. They have a steam room. They have a sauna. They have a oh, bike you room. You, you got single and got a bachelor pad? I did. So <laughs> two bad, two, two and a half baths. So got an extra room. You about to have Bible study in the steam room? Yes. I love the steam room. That's why I'm so fat right now, because I haven't been able to fall asleep in there for a while. <laughs> so do y'all feel like your bodies are objectified? Oh, 100%. 100%. But I think it also depends geographically to where I am. More so, but uh, I mean, they definitely are. They're checking. You feel like you can see women checking you out. But also beyond checking us out, like women or even men, like will do like they like, especially as a black man, people are, will just obviously assume that you're well endowed. They'll make mm-hmm. comments. They'll say things. People do things. Um, assume you're like, a sexual like predator. Sometimes, sometimes even like sometimes it'll be a girl that you think like is interested in you. But like you, sometimes you can look at them and they have that like that starry eyed gaze of like, oh, just just the idea to be with a black man like. I think that also comes because you're six foot four. I, I feel I like don't, I don't I don't get that. You're lying. That you're time. lying. Oh, you are Gary. lying. Here, you don't get the starry eyed. I want to be with a black guy. You also went to college. So like you, you definitely got that. I mean, like, Gary, I mean first of all, Gary all does not date black girls. He only dates. Black. First, first of, of all, all Jessica, I thought was about? black. I she so exactly. shocked me. You thought Jessica was black, and then my last two ex girlfriends were black. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. In college, let me specify. In college, Gary did not date black. Like you went to the University of Pittsburgh, where people had. What are you talking about? My ex places and in- never seen black people, so they saw you and was like, "Y'all." First, there were many. Let's not let's not make it about me being black, and let's make it about me being stunningly handsome. And that's not why. <laughs> i think that's what it was i think that's what it was yeah Uh, i'll tell you how how cool gary is gary is so cool that uh, people how cool is he (laughs) well that like you know gary made an impression on someone they were like i'm gonna follow him and follow his journey and story and then you know what hey i'm gonna invest in his brothers too What did that happen? Who was that? Many a times. What do you mean? That happens often. Well, I, just, I mean, I feel like I'll ask sometimes, like, yo, who is this? And you're like, yo, I just met her one night. Like, damn, <laughs> yo. That's that says a lot, Gary, that you have that much of an impact. Um, you know, I'm I don't know, you know, I, I am who I am. You could like it or love it. Hmm. Not even like it or leave it. Like it or love nah, it. Like it or love it. It feel good to blow 50 grand and think nothing of it. I don't know what song that's from, but uh, I was trying to think of it. Are y'all, are y'all taking the $500,000 or, or having dinner with uh, Jay-Z? Like title right. said, take the $500,000. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking $500,000 and then I'm going to take a thousand. What do I with Jay-Z for? I'm taking 500000 and blocking my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's... But you don't, you don't need your family no more if you got 500,000? Nah, I, I do. I just don't. Like, I'm blocking not my, like, my, like, nuclear family. I'm blocking everybody else. I don't do need y'all have a big family? <laughs> like, Kinda, the thing is, sorta. we do, but we don't at the same time. <laughs> yeah. We do. I don't never hear y'all. I think we talked about this before. I'm like, I never hear y'all talk about cousins. And y'all said, no, we have one cousin. A girl. I mean, we have I a lot. Say, of we, have, we have mad cousins. Yeah. But y'all don't talk to them. We do. But also, I also I don't. I talk to them. I talk to them the more number. than everybody else. Okay. So just, oh no, I'm just saying that I don't think five hundred thousand like a number that I would block my family. Like I'm joking. Like when I say that, like yeah. I don't think five hundred thousand like is that much money. Like I, like I mean, maybe a few mil. I'm blocking everybody. <laughs> you getting five hundred thousand? What's the first thing you doing? Probably investing it in some way or another. Getting more. 
like a company or the like very, that's not so that's not that's not that's not the first thing you're doing because it sounds like you need to do research so what's the first thing you're doing you first guys thing I'm spending money on i'm like paying off all my loans oh no I'm, I'm getting more loans i I'm, I'm making a monthly payment so i'm like y'all gonna get this shit when y'all get it <laughs> I would pay, I mean, obviously that wouldn't put much of a dent in $500,000, yeah, but I would like to got. not be worried about paying anything, right? Like if I pay off all my loans, which obviously would still leave me with uh, $490,000, like a lot of yeah. money, right? Oh, so oh, <laughs> but, you still got But I just, it. instead of me, I would, right? Like that would automatically boost my credit. I would, you know. I got $500,000, I, I ain't worried about credit. I'm walking around smacking people with money. I mean, $500,000 won't last you that long. Also, I feel like we need to stop acting like debt is a bad thing. Because I feel like that is something that we think is a bad thing. And these white billionaires walking around with $50 million in debt, just like America, like $800 trillion in debt. Keyword, keyword white. Let yes. your ass be black and show. Yeah, but also like debt. everything be like separated. They don't. They they personal name don't actually be in debt that much money. They got something right. that they could defer. Also, yeah, like yeah, they got they got holding company. They don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm figuring so out. So let me specify. I would pay off my high interest debt. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't pay off my mortgage. My mortgage. I have a low ass mortgage. I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay, yeah, that was it. That's all I got. That's low interest. Oh, I guess my student loans are low interest, but you know what? I would go buy. I remember like last year there was this town in Italy. And I would I would buy me a spot in Africa. I would probably buy me a spot in Africa for cheap, or buy me a spot in Italy for cheap, and buy me a spot in like the Maldives or Thailand. I know you could get land for mad cheap and just have people cultivate that shit. I remember last year there was an article, there was like a town in Italy. Like the uh-huh. small town that had got deserted, and they was trying. They were literally selling houses for like five thousand dollars. Yeah, yes, I saw that. It was crazy. I was like, "What? Why would yeah, I not this, just buy this?" Yeah, because yes. then you'll be like, "Damn, I can't even go to Seven Eleven and then." You could what? definitely go invest with um, who was that? Akon in Senegal. Akon, that's right. Yeah. Wait, he, mm-hmm. Do y'all think about that though? I always think about this. I don't know why I think about this so much. That I'm like, yo. I just don't know if I would enjoy a deserted island because, like, yo, I can't even just pull up the Target. I can't pull up. I can't, like, I don't Never. want my own island somewhere, yo. I can't go I to wouldn't. McDonald's. No, yeah, I'm not buying an island. I'm buying a, a home or in a in a village, at least, where there are resources readily available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be my thing. Because yeah. I'd be like, I don't, even though I think I would love the idea of a ranch and having cattle and having all these things, but... I think I love my like being things being readily available at a store too much. Daniel need a Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> you need a Walmart. So what would you get, Daniel? Uh, like if I could live anywhere or do anything. No, no. If you had five hundred thousand dollars. Oh. Oh, you said you would invest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, that's, that's not that's not the right first away. thing. That's not the first thing he's doing because he got her research. He ain't. Yeah, first things first, all this loan debt. That's um, literally, that's definitely, I'm, I'm, then I'm doing research. The first thing I'm doing. <laughs> that's not or what I'm just doing starting, I'm money. starting. I'm starting my dream company. And what's your dream company? I don't have it, but like, I, it just, you know, I feel like also if $500,000 appeared, I'd probably, my dreams would also be like, oh yeah, I know exactly what I want to do. I think it would come yeah. a little bit quicker. That's true. After I buy my homes, I'm definitely shooting a, a TV show and selling it to somebody using my money to make more money yeah yeah i don't really know i'm i feel like it's crazy i'm pretty cool with being at home and just like like i have a better home (laughs) yeah i just i feel like i'm i'm cool with like just doing like not that i like chores but i i mean i really do like the housework and doing that type of stuff oh i really like i gotta just be chilling I do not like that. Well, I like also having a comfortable home, you know? Yeah. Maybe you you didn't grow up in comfortable homes. Who are you talking to? You. Me? (laughs) Like Gary. I think it was relatively comfortable. Our our home was very comfortable growing up. There was was one year when I had to live in Gary's trundle bed. 
What does it mean, Shrundle? It was like four months before Gary had to move into a basement. I'm not happy. <laughs> I did move into the basement. I loved living in the basement, though. Um, yeah, I never, I, I didn't, I, I didn't know the term trundle. I haven't heard that before, but it was basically a bed that pulled out from underneath my bed. I called it a pullout bed. Anyway, and it's called trundle. I think that's what it's called. Wow. Daniel, Daniel been to Ikea lately. That's what it <laughs> no. is. But you know, I've never, I I've never been to an Ikea and it's crazy. Cause, uh, I just feel like I heard so much about, um, yeah, it's definitely called a trundle bed. But um, you've never been to an Ikea? Not in person. Wow. Never. Like, no, I've never been to an Ikea store. That's and, a whole uh, experience. Have y'all had the meatballs? Is that still a thing or is that like somewhere else? Of course it's still a thing. Yeah. I haven't been in a while, but I remember the meatballs. I feel like y'all went for the experience and not like y'all, y'all ain't buying it. No, I no, went for yeah. college shit a long time ago. But I'm going to go I also now. remember to college, so. I mean, I'm going tomorrow most likely and i'm 32 yeah we i mean we went last year and got a bunch of ikea they they be coming up but we gonna stop talking about them until they pay us to talk about them but uh they got some good shit they got some stuff yeah i don't support them and it's fun it's kind of <laughs> like an adult chuck e cheese everything except the ball pit I just feel like, like the they were a bit part. more. I just feel like they were a bit more honest in the beginning, and I felt like they got disingenuous along their journey. <laughs> All right, I think it's time that we wrap this episode up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like I just, I just feel like in the beginning they was like, "Oh, it's cute, it's IKEA." Then all of a sudden, it turned into fast fashion and fast furniture and uh, kids being abducted and trafficking and. First of all, don't turn that was IKEA Wayfair. into Wayfair. Yeah, don't you dare. You tried to make IKEA the Little Nas X and the Wayfair of department stores. You can't yeah, well, do that. Well, who's IKEA's parent company? That's what I want to know. Probably IKEA. IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nope. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think he's got anything. Stitching Inca Foundation. Yep. Based in yeah. the Netherlands. Ain't nobody been to the Netherlands. We don't even know if the Netherlands exists, really. We don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I have been to the Netherlands. Uh, there you go. Look at that well-traveled Black adventurer. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, you're supposed to be the Black adventurer. You out here talking about the Netherlands don't exist. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it do. I feel like that's where they shot Game of Thrones, isn't it? I don't know, but that's where Anne Frank's home is. Is it? I'm sorry. Holland. I feel like I had the option of going to Anne Frank's house or to um, Anheuser, Anheuser Bush. That makes sense. Why did you, why were you in uh, Netherlands? When I was uh, undergrad, whenever I studied abroad in uh, London. Oh, wow. Damn, yo. I'll tell you what, I don't think we're going to get to any questions uh, from today. Questions from extended cousins today, but I swear one thing i wish i did that is probably my biggest regret from undergrad is not studying abroad yeah, yeah. That was i studied a lot of broads but i didn't study abroad yeah same bro was really cool it's crazy because i just know for a fact that like wow why are our parents didn't want us to go experience places <laughs> they hadn't been it's scary to send your kids it's somewhere you've never been i'm about to say yeah now having a child i understand how scary it is to let your young black child go travel away from the home even though it didn't seem like my parents was too worried about me because i ain't hear from them too often but uh <laughs> i feel like uh, if you would have asked mom to go abroad she would have been like uh you better go to a bodega <laughs> <laughs> Larry, you saw Spanish. <laughs> Good study abroad. Yeah. Yeah. It was... That. Yeah. I wish I did. You. Yeah. I would have never done it if it wasn't for one of my classmates in one of my finance classes that was like, "Oh, I'm studying abroad. My application is due this week," and I was like, "F that. I'm doing it too." And she was the catalyst to me going. It wasn't. That's crazy my... that you didn't tell me and tell me to. I did tell too. you. Oh, <laughs> but you said you wanted to run for homecoming. Oh, uh, I did do that. 
That yes. was a big deal too, huh? That was a big, that was a big thing. I thought I you was going home from the court. We was there too. I, I forgot. I remember. Yeah, you came. You were there. Yeah, wow. I was down on Heinz Field, but I lost to a man. He was. What was his name? You don't say it. He, he looked Daniel, like Daniel. From, um, his name was Daniel. Daniel Thomas. He looked like Duncan from the Jamie Show. Was that Duncan? Was that his name? What's his name? Braxton. 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 Hilarious. But I thought he was like Hispanic Braxton. or something. Maybe I made that uh, up. Was Maybe he white? The look of the guy. He was black. He was black and gay. Oh, he was black. mixed, right? Or not? Nah, I think he was. Like... He he looked like he was probably mixed. I don't what? know. And then Dahlia. Dahlia, she won. Dahlia, didn't she won for the women? Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know. I think so. Uh, uh, uh. Maybe I made that up. But, but I was pretty... Lashawn McCoy at Pitt that year, or was Larry Fitzgerald? Or no, uh, no, Larry Fitzgerald is way older than us. Yeah, we ain't that uh, old. Lashawn McCoy was there that year. And Larry Fitzgerald, how old is he? He's still in the league. He's, he's old. Yeah, he's he. I can't believe he hasn't retired yet. He graduated before we got there, Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. He's gone, but she's got to be there. almost forty. <laughs> Damn, and he's still good. Yeah. He's like right. Tom Brady. Well, uh, I think. We're going to wrap this up reminiscing about pit football. <laughs> we got any, any closing words, any parting words that either you want to, want to drop in here? Yo, it's crazy that y'all let my basketball and my background look like that the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that you didn't see it. That's wild. I never even noticed that. That's For those crazy. who are just listening uh, and not going to watch the video it is, it looks like Daniel gotten into a domestic violence dispute right before the podcast and the ball rolled off the shelf and got stuck in between the shelf and the wall. That's crazy. Is that a floating shelf? Uh, I mean, I, you could see no. the legs that are holding it. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah. All right. So uh, lovely, guys. Thank you. Hey, it's been real. This, this has been a fun one. I had a good time tonight. I hope you all had a good time, too. Good night. Peace.